The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Pastors Derek and Belinda Minor, we thank you right now and may God bless you for listening and tuning in. To our lives as well. But the officer in charge of the prisoners listened more to the ship's captain and the owner than to Paul. And since Fairhaven was an exposed harbor, a poor place to spend the winter, most of the crew wanted to go on to Phoenix. Some of y'all want to go to Phoenix right now because it's cold outside, amen? <laughs> Further up the coast of Crete and spent the winter there. Phoenix was a good harbor with only a southwest and northwest exposure. When a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought they could make it. I thought they could make it, amen. amen. So they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. But, I like this part, but the weather changed. Hallelujah. Somebody said the weather changed. Hallelujah. Amen. Abruptly. And the wind of typhoon strength called a northeaster burst across the island and blew us out to sea. I love this. The sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up. How many feel like giving up sometimes? And let it run before the go. You may be seated. I'm going to start preaching. Amen. Paul was one of the greatest, the most prolific writer of the New Testament. Paul had preached all across Asia Minor and the Middle East. And God was preparing him to go to Rome to spread the gospel there. Have you ever did the will of God and a storm came up in your life? Come on, man. Have you ever been, been it, it, it was fair, the sky was fair, everything was going good, all of a sudden the weather changed abruptly. Come on. And, and, and your life, it, it seems like everything is going good, all of a sudden a change occurs. Come on, Pastor. And a storm please. suddenly comes over the horizon hey, and right. makes you want to give up hope sometimes. Come on. Somebody say amen. Amen. And you see, you can't change the weather. And you can't change your circumstance sometimes. But you can change the way that it affects you. Hallelujah. Come on. You don't have to allow the storm to affect your praise. You don't have to allow the storm to affect the way that you think about God. So storms are going to come. They come to everybody. The Bible says a wise man, he builds his house on a rock. But the foolish man... This house on the sand, and the storm came to both houses. So it don't matter whether you're saved or not saved, you're going to face a storm one day. Come on. And the storm will surely come, and it will test your very foundation of your faith. All right, now. Yes. Storms come, because sometimes we get out the will of God. Come on. You ever had a storm that you caused yourself? Yeah. Them the worst kind of storms you know because you feel right. stupid. Come on, somebody say amen. Hey, hey. Come on. Storms come sometimes because you, you miss God. 
Because you thought you were doing the right thing, but the storm will expose everything that's not built on God. Amen. So the storm is going to come. I can't stop storms from coming. If I could, it would never snow last week. Amen. But we can't stop it. We can't stop our circumstances. Life happens. Paul said that our trouble is small compared to the glory that God has prepared for you. So he said that our body is perishing day by day. Guess what? This body is going to die. Yet we pamper it. We smother it. We give it the best. And, but it's dying. But the Bible says, what's inside of me, the inward man, is getting stronger every day. So the word of God says, don't look at the troubles that you see. But fix your gaze on what you cannot see. The promises of God. So storms are going to come. It is going to happen. Whether you like the weather or not, it's going to happen. So Paul was preaching the gospel one day and got caught in it's a mess. And he went before the Jewish priest on trial and he appealed to Caesar because he was a Roman citizen by birth. And anytime you appeal to Caesar, you have to go to Rome in order to appear before Caesar for him to determine your fate. Now, God had told Paul that you will go bound to Rome to preach the gospel. So, somebody give me Acts 23 11 real quickly. Paul was told by the Holy Spirit. There's something I need you to do. Acts 23 and 11. Somebody read that for me real quickly. He said, that night the Lord appeared to Paul and said, Be encouraged, Mm -hmm. Paul. Just as you have been a witness to me here in Jerusalem, you must preach the good news in Rome as well. Watch this. So God gave Paul a word before he set sail. He says, Paul... You will preach the gospel in Rome. God loves to give you a promise in the midst of your trouble. God will always give you a word in the midst of your storm. So God told Paul, Paul, as you have been the witness for me everywhere now, you must take this gospel to Rome. So the word of God back in the 27th chapter of Acts, now they set sail for Italy. Or for Rome. And everything was good. But Paul, who had been shipwrecked three times before, told them there is danger coming. Have you ever warned somebody about danger and they don't listen? Have you ever been given a a word of God and and you're warned for there's trouble ahead, but they don't hear you? The word of God says that Paul said, I perceive. There is danger if we continue along this course. And I'm here to tell you, some of you, if you continue along the course that you're in, there is danger ahead. Yeah. He said, 
You're going to lose a ship. You're going to be shipwrecked, a loss of cargo, and maybe even your life if you continue on this course. As a preacher, it breaks my heart to give people warning and they don't hear you. It breaks the pastor, the minister, the father's heart when God gives you a clear word of warning the people and yet they won't hear you. Paul said you perceive on, but the word of God says that the officer listened to the captain and the crew and the owner. Ain't it funny how you can give folk a word and they know it's from God, but they'll hear everybody else but the word of God? Come on. Yeah. Ain't that funny sometimes that you give them word, but, but they'll listen to, 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 to uncle so-and-so and auntie so-and-so and cousin them, and you telling them, here's thus saith the Lord, if you continue on this course, there is danger. Yes. There is danger. He says, we need to stay in the will of God, but because things was nice, this is y'all who always want to move all the time. Somebody say amen. amen. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Phoenix is nice. <laughs> and it, it, it was a nice harbor to want to spend the winter there. We don't want to stay in Cleveland. Somebody say amen. amen. We, want, we want to go to Florida. We want to go to Phoenix. We want to go to Hawaii. But guess what? They got problems too. Somebody say amen. amen. You, you got mudslides. You got fires out of you got fires out of control. And guess what? It snows everywhere now. I'd rather be in the will of God in the snow than in the hot heat out of the will of God. Somebody say amen. amen. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather suffer with the Lord over here than be outside the will of God over there. Amen. So Paul said, if you perceive on, there is danger. Sometimes God will always give you a word. Now watch this. Understand about God. Before you go into any amount of trouble, God will always... Let me say this real quickly. If you got God's ear, come on. God will speak to you. Yes, God. How and tell you, you got trouble ahead. Prepare yourself. Pull the whole arm of God that you can stand. But sometimes we don't give God enough time so God can speak to us about our trouble. Come on. As a Christian, trouble should not catch me off guard. Come on. Because if I really know the Lord, He always gonna tell me, You're gonna go through a trial. I want you to be ready for it. As a Christian, nothing should catch you off guard because you got communication with the with the King of Kings, the one who sees tomorrow, the one who calls the end from the beginning. You got the you got the listening ear of the one who created everything, so he will warn you ahead of time when trouble is coming your way. That way, you can stand on his word and you won't fall. But you know how you know how we are in the morning. We on Twitter, we on Facebook, somebody say amen. Amen. We're trying to catch up with the social media, see what's going on, <laughs> who said what, who did what, who got a picture up there, who, who wants to be liked, somebody say amen, who wants to be noticed. Instead of hearing from God about today, you ever, you ever got dressed with the working branch of hell? Now, you should have known hell was going to be there, but because you didn't pray, Somebody say amen. amen. Now you got an attitude too. You mad too because you never asked God what was going to happen on the day. Yeah. 
So God could now watch this. The Lord's a gentleman. Yes, he is. He gonna nudge you yes. to pray. Mm -hmm. He ain't gonna wake up, Amos, wake up, wake up. He gonna he gonna nudge you. Pray. The Lord's a gentleman. We want God to send lightning and thunder and earthquake to get your but see God don't act that way. God was simply speak to your heart and say, pray this morning. You all hear it, don't you? Yes. We can work. He, he, he speaks in that gentle, still, small voice that Elijah heard. The Bible says when the earthquake came, God was not in the earthquake. When the fire came, God wasn't in the fire. When the wind came, God wasn't in the wind. But after the wind came a still, small voice. Then he speaks and says, pray. Trouble ahead. Seek my face this morning. Worship me on the way to work. Take off R. Kelly, put on some, some praise and worship music. Somebody say amen. amen. Take off Rick Ross and put on some worship music this morning. But we, we want to we wanna get our groove on and feel good. And all of a sudden, now you run to the devil, and now you feel like hell. Somebody say amen. Why? Because you did not hear from God. God will always warn you. Before I go into the battle, God said, Put on the armor of God that you can stand. Don't don't go don't go exposed and naked because you will get wounded. Yeah. Yes. We always we always get wounded, don't we? Yes. Now if you got your shield on, now am I am I keeping it real? Yes. If you got the shield of faith and your armor on, you should not get wounded. Right. But why are we always getting wounded? Because we ain't got our armor on. We want to love everybody. We want to come on, brother. We want to be accepted by everybody. That's why there's a little like on your Facebook thing. Like my status. Somebody said, like my status. We want to be accepted by everybody. We want everybody to like us. Like my picture. Like my status. But the Bible says, woe when all men speak good of you. Amen? He said, be, be careful when everybody pats you on the back. Because when you're really doing the will of God, folk ain't going to like you very much. When you're really preaching God's word, they're going to hate you. They're going to despise you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to tell you that you are no good. They'll bring up your past all the time. When you're really doing the will of God, they always bring up what you used to be like. Instead of telling you, you know what? I see a change. So don't care about being liked. Be accepted by God. Because what if it, everybody accepts you, but God don't accept you? I'd rather y'all all hate me than God hate me. Somebody say amen. I'd rather God love me than anybody else love me. Because he love, I'm going to make it. Come on. So Paul gave them advice. He said, listen, if you go on, it's danger. The Bible says the righteous man sees danger and hides himself. But the fool, he just continues on. So they say, you know what, Paul? I trust the captain. I trust the owner. I don't trust you yet. Now, understand, Paul was a prisoner. And they tell somebody you're a prisoner, you want to hear it. I'm like, come on, let's be real. You rather hear the captain in charge of the ship. You don't want to hear, hear a man in chains telling you if you go on, there's danger. So now, understand Paul's status. He was a prisoner on the boat. He, he, was not, he was not a first class citizen. He wasn't in the first class section of the boat. He was a prisoner. And, and the Romans, watch this. They, if any prisoner escaped 
the soldier would die too. Amen. Amen. So they cared about their, their captive. You was not going to escape. So let's read on. Somebody continue reading on. We are 20, we are 16 now. It says, We sail along the sheltered side of a small island named Puda, mm -hmm. where with great difficulty we hoisted aboard the lifeboat being towed behind us. Then the sailors bound ropes around the hole of the ships to strengthen it. They were afraid of being driven across to the sandbars of Citrus. Now, watch this. The storm was taking the places. They didn't want to go. A storm takes you so sometimes where you don't want to go. To the hospital. Dealing with cancer. To the prison. To the nursing home. To trouble. Sometimes a storm will push you out of your comfort zone. Now they were in Fair Haven, a place of rest. But the storm drove them out further. Now, some of you, you, you want to be along the coast. You don't want to be out in the deep. Somebody say amen. You, you want to be a shallow Christian. But God wants you to go out to the deep sometimes where you learn to trust God. Somebody say amen. God will have a storm to push you out of your comfort zone. So they couldn't steer the ship because of the wind. Now, understand, the wind they were facing was hurricane wind. Winds that were... 200 miles an hour. Imagine being on the... Now, understand, they didn't have metal boats then. They had wooden boats. So it wasn't like they got a big battleship. They, they in a, a boat. Now, it was a, a big boat because there was 276 people on the boat. But it was made of wood. And they were being pushed out. God wants to push you out of your comfort zone. So God would... Now, watch this. Sometimes you'll stay too long somewhere and God will push you out. In order to get you to do what he called you to do. Keep reading, watch this, keep reading, watch this. It says, so they lowered the sea anchors to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. Uh -huh. The next day, as the gale force winds continued to batter the ship, the, uh, the crew began, excuse me, the, the crew began throwing the cargo overboard. Mm. The following day, they even took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. Watch this. And it's something when we get in trouble. We start throwing things overboard. You know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm throwing it overboard. I'm tired. We always have what I call jail time religion when we're in trouble. Somebody say amen. Come on. I remember my brother when he was in prison. And he was real spiritual in prison. And he was so, he was reading the word and talking about Jesus. And the moment he got out, we're back to selling drugs. Somebody say amen. And we, we like that too. Y'all might as well say amen. When we in trouble with God, I, I promise you, Lord, you get me out of this, Lord. If, I, if I'm not pregnant, Lord, if I got HIV, Lord, if I ain't got this, I promise you I won't do it. You lying, you lying, you lying. Because as soon as the trouble pass, we go right back to our mess. Somebody amen. say amen. That's why it's that. He ain't doing that no more. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what we do? We get real religious. The brothers start throwing away their Playboy magazines. Start deleting the porn. Somebody say, Amen. Uh, Lord, I promise you, Lord, I ain't gonna die never again until the trouble passed. The ship was getting beat. Gale force wind. Rocking the boat. And I I'm gonna tell you something. 
Y'all been there. When you're in real, when you're in trouble, you pray hard, don't you? I mean, you pray, you never pray, you, you speak in tongues, you speak in English, you speak in Chinese, you speak everything you can to get out of trouble. When that storm comes, you, you just tell, you just, you just confess, and you, you, Jabari, you were preaching this morning, too. He said, I'm not going to do this morning. When trouble comes, we pray hard. Some, watch this, if you are not a prayer, and God knows only time you really pray when trouble comes, guess what God gonna do? Always let you stay in trouble so you keep praying. Somebody say amen. amen. So you gotta understand that God see only time you really call him is when trouble comes, you're gonna stay in trouble. Because you see, God wants conversation. Amen. God wants you to commune with him. God wants you to talk to him. Yes. Keep reading, Pastor. Watch this. The terrible storm raged for many days. Blinding out the sun and the stars until oh. at last all hope was gone. Now, God, listen to this. It wasn't a one-day storm. Mm-hmm. It lasted for 14 days. Mm. You imagine being in a hurricane for 14 straight days where they could not tell because the storm blocked out the sun and the stars. Yes. They were in darkness. Even in the daytime, when we're supposed to have some light, it was dark. They didn't know where they was. And the Bible says they felt all hope was gone. You have been, you have felt that way all hope was gone. Yes. It, it, it's pointless to go on. It, it's, it don't matter no more because you've done all you can do and, and, and nothing, nothing's working. That you can't even see the sun because the storm is so dark. You can't see it. And you're wondering, Lord, is there any way out of this? Can I get my deliverance from this storm? 14 days of being battered. And finally, the Bible says they finally gave up hope. Can I be real? I've been so down sometimes. I pray the Lord to die. That's when you're down. I said, Lord, I'm tired. Just take my life. You have been that... Desperate to tell God, Lord, I just, just let's let me die. I'm tired. Lord, I, I'm tired of being hurt. I'm tired of going through. Lord, just let me die. That's when you feel all hope is gone. All you want to do is just sleep. Just have some peace of mind. Just rest for a moment. When you're in a storm, you don't get no peace. Because the crash, you can imagine the thunder, the lightning, the wind, the water. For 14 days, no sunlight. They were in a they were in a they were in a jam. Keep reading, watch this. It says no one had eaten for a long time. Mm. Finally, Paul called the tree together and said, Men, you should have listened to me in the first place. Well, I gonna, he gonna Paul now. Paul steps up. He said, You should have listened to me. Mm-hmm. I gave you warning. Yeah. Now the prisoner. Commands a moment. He says, you should have listened to me. The Bible says, they had eaten for 14 days. Trouble will make you fast. Somebody say amen. 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 Trouble will make you give us some food. Trouble will make you drop that TV. It says, they hadn't eaten anything for 14 days. And finally, here comes a man of God. Standing up in the boat saying, brothers, 
You should have listened to me. Yes. But why another? Watch this. Keep on, watch this. He said, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, mm. even though the ship will go down. Now, Paul got a word from God. God will always give you a word even in the storm. Now, sometimes you may not hear God before the storm, but God will speak to you during the storm. He said, be of good courage. Now, how can I have courage when all hell is breaking loose? How can I have courage when, when the ship is almost going down? How can I have courage when all hope is gone? But Paul said, be of good courage. Keep on watching this. He said, for last night an angel of God, mm. to whom I belong and whom I serve, stood beside me. And Look he said, that. don't be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. That's what God will do in the midst of Paul. Now watch this. Paul was not responsible for the storm. There are some storms that folk around you will cause, and you in the middle of it. You ever been there? Right. Parents, you, you been there, parents? Yeah. Hey, you, you ain't did nothing of your own. You've you been trying to do the will of God, yeah. but people around you are in trouble because they're in trouble. You're in the same boat they're in. Now you're in trouble with them. Yeah. And you are the same. Now your storm is because of not nothing that you've done, but some, somebody else done. You've had a storm like that, that you've been doing the will of God, but those around you ain't doing the will of God, then a storm comes? Yes. Yes. Pause up. You know what? Last night, God sent a messenger to me. Yes. He said, be of good courage. He said, I'm going to remind you, you will preach in Rome. God reminded Paul, this storm is not going to kill you because I gave you a promise. I told you, you're going to preach, you're going to preach the gospel in Rome. What God does, God will remind you of his promise in the midst of your storm. He said, be of good courage. Because he says, the Lord to whom I belong, you got to know who you belong to. Somebody say amen. amen. You got to know that you belong to God. You got to know that, you, you know what? The storm can't kill me because God has my back. Somebody say amen. amen. So he says, because I'm in the storm too. Yeah, watch, watch what he says. He said, what's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing mm. with you. He said, because I belong to God, you are safe. Come on. Because I am his, I'm his son, everybody with me is safe because I'm safe. Amen. That's why when you're on a, a, a plane, when you're on a boat, when you're in a car, everybody is granted safety because of you. Somebody amen. say amen. Because if it's not your time, nothing going to happen. Amen. So God says, Paul, I'm going to give you all those with you. He says, none of you are going to perish because I'm with you, Paul. God will always reassure you in the storm. We know, watch this. He says, so take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as he said, but we will be shipwrecked on an island. He says, oh, listen, because you didn't listen, you're not going to die, but you're going to be shipwrecked. So sometimes God won't stop the circumstance from happening. You, you got that? Yeah. You, because you caused a problem, you got the circumstance of your problem, amen? amen. God won't change it. Listen, you are not going to die, but you will be shipwrecked. 
You are not going to die, but you are going to lose everything. So next time you will hear God. Amen. Amen. Some of you, sometimes, sometimes you got to lose everything in order for you to get, get back everything. God wants you to lose everything. Take your health, your possession, in order to get your attention. Now, the next time, God said, You'll hear me. Come on. He says, Oh, you got to suffer loss because of your disobedience. So, but be be assured, your life is still in God's hands. Amen? Amen. He says, About midnight on the 14th night of the storm, as we were being driven across the Sea of Idria. Uh huh. The sailors since land was near. Uh-huh. They dropped a wind line and found that the water was about 120 feet deep. But uh, it says a little later, they measured again and found that it was only 90 feet deep. Uh-huh. At this rate, they were afraid that we would soon be driven against the rocks along the shore. So they threw out for anchors from the back of the ship and prayed for daylight. Mm. We on verse 39. 30 Amen. Pray. For daylight, because even though God gave them a word, understand, it was still dark. Sometimes when God gives you a word, the storm doesn't stop right there. Right. You gotta understand that. Because sometimes what God wants to test is your faith. Yeah, the trying of your faith work of patience. So it is not you that's on trial, but your faith. Because what the storm reveals is your true character. The storm will bring, if you are a leader, the storm will bring your leadership to the front. Now, Paul started as a prisoner. He ended up as the captain. Somebody say amen. amen. Because what happened with real, when you are tested in the storm, real leadership comes to the forefront. So sometimes God wants to bring that leadership out of you by allowing the storm to happen. Because you got to have take control of people. Somebody say amen. 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 You see, if you were in and now you are a leaders. Yeah. You got to be tested. You got to be battle ready. So God says, I'm another storm to test your faith. They begin to pray for daylight. Keep on reading. Watch this. Verse 30. It says, Then the sailors tried to abandon the ship. Mm. They lowered the lifeboat and so they were going to put our anchors from now, across the front of the ship. God told them, Stay in the boat. Stay in the boat, but they still want to get out the boat. Watch this. I'm telling you, stay in church. Okay. Don't get out the boat. Somebody say amen. amen. When you get out the boat, there's danger. Yes. And it happens sometimes we get out of church and danger is God. God said, you got to abide in the ship. If you don't abide in the church, you won't be saved. That's right. yes. God said, you got to stay in the boat or stay in the, the old ship of Zion, the old folks called it. You got to stay in. What happens is we want to get in the lifeboat and roll away. But you see, the lifeboat will kill you because a lifeboat can't handle hurricane force wind. So God said, you've got to stay in the ship. We're going to watch this. But Paul said to the commanding officer and to the soldiers, you will all die unless the sailors stay aboard. Mm, listen to that. He says, if you don't stay aboard, I'm going to be real. If you don't stay in church, you're going to die. You can't live without Jesus. And you can't live without fellowship. What happens is, we, the Bible says, a man who asks himself is not wise. 
Because when you fall, no one can hear your scream. And in the Bible, they don't give you life alerts. Somebody say amen. You can't push no buttons and say, yeah, I fall and I can't get up. When you're by yourself, no one to hear you scream. Because you will isolate yourself. And watch this. When a storm comes, what we like to do is isolate ourselves. We don't want to come stay in a ship. We want to get out of the ship. And stay home in a little in a little dinghy. Somebody say amen. And that little dinghy make you dingy. Somebody, you gotta stay in the ship. Because when the storm comes, you need to be around other believers. Because you know what? We all in this together. If we roll together, we're gonna make it. Amen. And what happens is this ship, you had the rolls. It wasn't like it wasn't powered by no more, it hadn't been invented yet. They all had to roll. They had to work together in order to get out this mess. What happens is, if you leave your oar, there's no one to pick up the oar. We all perish. He said, if you leave the ship, you are surely going to die. We're going to watch this. So the soldiers cut the ropes to the lifeboat and let it drift away. Oh, uh, he said, you okay. They said, you know what? I'm making sure I'm cutting off the lifelines now. So the soldiers cut the boats. Now no one can escape. We in this to die now. They say, you know what? Sometimes what God does sometimes, he has to cut the thing you won't go into. He says, you know what? If I don't cut this loose for your life, you're going to get in that little boat and roll away. If I don't cut some friends, you're going to be with you be with them in that little boat. If I don't cut some relationships, you're going to be in that little boat with them. So God has to cut the lifeboat around you in order for you to stay in the ship. Keep it watch this. I'm almost finished. Just as day was dawning, uh-huh. Paul urged everyone to eat. You have been so worried that you haven't touched food for two weeks. Wow, he says, you've been so, you've been that stressed you don't eat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Paul said, it ain't good for you. And a lot of times what happens is, when you when you sit, people will tell you to eat, you don't want to eat. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. And I always have the spiritual too. When you are going through a storm, we eat God's word. And what happens is, this is what we do. For 14 days, we don't eat the word. Am I right? Yes. We, we, don't want the, we don't want to eat the word. We want to try to do it on our own and we get it. If there's no word, there's no strength. Because the word of God is the food. So Paul's saying in the natural, you got to eat in order to get strength. Amen. You can't be worried. You can't just think down. And you know how we are when we're sick. I don't want anything. Don't we say that? I don't want anything. I'm going to be miserable. I don't want anything. But he says, you got to eat to get your strength. This thing you're not eating is not productive for you. You gotta eat. So watch this. In the middle of the hurricane, Paul broke bread and gave thanks. He says, I'm not gonna let this storm stop my praise. I'm gonna still thank God. I'm gonna still eat the word of God. And he broke bread. Now watch this. When he ate the word, everybody around him started eating the word. They start eating the food. Because it just takes one to get on fire. Amen. All it needs, and sometimes you say, well, everybody church cold. Wait, you get on fire, everybody get on fire. Right. Yes. It just takes one. You got to be that one. It's like, you know what? I'm going to break the tread here. I'm going to be the one that's going to eat the word of God. I'm going to be the one that's going to make a change. You got to be that. I say, I'm going to be the one. You can't follow everybody. It's like, I'm going to be the one that's going to stand up for God. So in the midst of the storm, imagine, imagine this picture. Wind is blowing. 
Lightning's flashing. Thunder's rolling. The waves are crashing. In the middle of that, Paul broke the bread again. Thanks. He said, Lord, I still thank you. I don't care what's going on around me. I'm not going to allow that to get inside of here and take my peace. I'm going to still give thanks. He gave thanks. In the middle of his storm, he told God, thank you for the food. Thank you for your word. We you know, watch this. He says, he took some bread and gave thanks to God uh -huh. for them all and broke off a piece and ate it. Then everyone was encouraged and began to eat. Mm. All Thank 276 of us were on board. Listen to that. After eating, the crew lightened the ship further by throwing cargo of wheat overboard. They got to start. Uh, let me tell you something. And the keep on standing. I'm going to be reading in a minute. You got those stuff on board. Stuff that's holding you back. Because when a storm is in a, and the ship is in a storm, you got to lose a lot of cargo. There's some weight that you're holding on to. God said, you got to throw it overboard. Because that weight would cause you to sink. That weight will cause you to fail. You got to throw some stuff out of your life that you know is not good for you. Amen? You got to say, you know what? This cargo ain't no good. I got to get rid of this because it's holding me down. If I, if I hold on to this, I'm going to sink. Because understand, now why would they do that? Because the water was in the ship too. And the water made the ship heavy. It couldn't get all the water out. They had to throw some, some material out. Now what I mean by water, I call the water is the word of God. The glory of God. Amen? Because when you, watch this, when God's glory comes in as water, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. When water comes in, junk got to come out of you. Amen? Amen? When you get the word of God in you as water, all the junk is in you, God starts coming out of you because it's the water of the power of God will drive it out of you. You got to loosen some stuff. And so you know what? I don't need this. I don't need this no more because I'm, the water is coming in now. The Holy Spirit is coming in. Refreshing is coming in. I got to get rid of this. Keep on watch this. When morning dawned, they didn't recognize the coastline, but they saw a bay, a beach, and wondered if they could get to shore by running the ship around. Uh -huh. So they cut off the anchors and let them into the sea. Then they lowered the rudders, raised the foresail, and headed towards shore. Uh -huh. But they hit the shore and ran the ship aground too uh -huh. soon. Mm. The bow of the ship stuck fast while the stern was repeatedly smashed by the force of the waves and began to break apart. So the ship began to break apart. But guess what? They were near land. So watch this. They made it to land. Now, can, can, read, go to the 20th chapter now. Watch this. Now, all 276 were alive. And the devils were his plan was stopped. Now, understand, because the devil's plan was stopped, don't mean he doesn't have another plan, amen? We're going to watch this. Once uh, they were safe on shore, we learned that we were on the island of Malta. The people of the island were very kind to us. Uh -huh. It was very cold rain, so they built a fire on the shore to welcome us. As Paul gathered an armful of sticks and was laying them on the fire. Now, here go Paul. Imagine, remember, it's cold now because they were in a the fall. They were in hurricane season. Paul was getting some sticks together to start a fire. Now, Paul had escaped. He had escaped. God gave him a word. He had escaped the storm. He had escaped the rocks. He had escaped the sea. But watch what happens now. He says, a poisonous snake driven out by the heat bit him on the hand. Ooh. All of a sudden now, here you go, Paul. 
Paul's gathering sticks up. And all of a sudden now, a poisonous snake bites him on the hand. That's his own. Because of the heat. Don't you understand? When you get on fire for God, it drives the demons out there. When you get on fire for God, the demons can't stay in the fire. That's why you got to stay on fire for God. Because when you get on fire for God, the demons won't stay in the heat. Now, they latched on to Paul's hand. Now, it was a poisonous snake. Watch what Paul did. I love Paul. People on the island saw it hanging from his hand and said to each other, a murderer, no doubt. Though he escaped the sea, justice will not permit him to live. Now watch this. They were right. Paul was a murderer. Because Paul had Stephen killed, remember? Paul did a whole lot of dirt before he got saved. And, and they, they know, wait a minute. This man escaped the sea. But the world will say, well, karma got it. <laughs> say, karma got it. But watch this. Keep on watching this. But Paul shook off the snake into the fire and was unarmed. Look at that. Unarmed. Paul said, you know what? No weapon that's sworn against me don't prosper. He shook that snake up into the fire. And they said, he must be a God. Because he, there's no way to live. There are some stuff you got to shake off from the devil. Amen? Amen. You got to shake it off and put it back in the fire where it belongs. You can't allow that poison to get into you. The poison of the world. The poison of gossip. The poison of sin. You can't allow that poison to get in your system. What Paul did was he just shut it off. Said, you know what? They can't harm me because God gave me a promise that I'm going to preach in Rome. And he survived. Now, you stand, you stand this time. When God gives you a word, the storm can't stop you. The storm can't hinder God's purpose for your life. I don't care how many storms the devil sends. God's purposes for your life will not be stopped. This is Pastor Belinda Minor from Power of the Word Prophetic Church. I wanted to take this opportunity to just say thank you so much for supporting the radio ministry. If you would like to drop by our Facebook page, it's Power of the Word Prophetic Church. Please contact us and reach out to us. We'll continue to keep you and your family lifted up. God bless you and we love you today. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide. Hey yo, this is E-Will from the Outlaws Radio Show. Make sure you tune in to my new show, Necessary Roughness, on ESPN Radio in Mansfield. Starts August 6th, Sunday morning, 8 a.m., 97.3 FM, WRGM AM 1440. And you can tune in anywhere on the ESPN app.